Hello, welcome to the Neurotic Nourishment Podcast. Yeah, I'm taking a picture of you with this cat. That's awesome. how we record podcasts, cat on lap. <laughs> uh, Salve. This is why you wanted me to practice saying hello? Yes. I'm sorry, I get easily distracted, which is fitting. Oh yes, for, well I first know. let's talk about who you are. You are... Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I am uh, Lindsay Weisner, clinical psychologist. I am Sharon Sapir, non-clinical nutritionist. <laughs> True. Sorry, it's just what I'm supposed to say. Yeah. Uh, and you are listening to Neurotic Nourishment. Then again, who would have accidentally stumbled upon a podcast? I don't think that happens anymore. Hey, I hashtag us, so yeah, it might happen. <laughs> it's a thing. I know, it just okay. confuses me. Let's not talk about that. My yes. one-eyed cat is looking at me. So, <laughs> um, in, so I called Sharon this morning and I was like, oh my God, I just came from the neurologist and I know what we should talk about on our podcast today. Um, so, uh, Sharon and I have sort of discussed this before. I think um, as I've gotten older and as you've gotten older, fine. Um, you know, we've, uh, I think it's become, come to my attention. I've been made more aware that I definitely have some ADHD. Oh, going I was on diagnosed there. in high school. Well, you didn't, I was like looking at you for a oh, response and you were like zoning out. I thought you knew that. I was diagnosed when I was 16 with. ADHD and I asked the lady because I was like but I'm the least hyper person I literally sit still like I don't move and she's like no the hyperactivity relates to your brain activity it can but also it can relate to your physical movement but one of the things that um uh, men, it presents differently in men than women. Men oh. tend to be more actually hyper, whereas women tend to be more um, brainwave hyper. Oh, that's so interesting. Yeah, I don't know if you can actually prove that on brainwaves, but the, the clinical, it's the clinical presentation rather than the um, so actual brainwaves. My mind about. jumping to 30 topics in one minute is the brainwave hyper? Correct. Got it. Even though I can just be sitting still and not, I don't even fidget. No, you don't. I do. Yeah, I don't even... I just don't move. And when other people fidget, it makes me bananas. I get... Sorry! I know. No, I mean, I... Whatever. You're used to it by now. So essentially, uh, the way this came up for me is... um, And once again, um, I see this in patients. I see this in, you know, I have a bunch of younger cousins. And yet, I never saw it in myself. Um, Three-ish years ago, I was seeing a... Um, therapist, because I'm all for therapists seeing therapists. Of course. I think it prevents us from doing a lot of dumb things and saying a lot of dumb things, but not in my case. Um, so um, my therapist became convinced that I um, was ADD or ADHD. Now they all fall under one umbrella. Right. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Um, so uh, she became convinced, but I hated her. And she spelled my name wrong like 80 times. And um, I ended up leaving her. But so I refused to believe that I had, you know, undiagnosed ADD. Because if she was wrong about that, about your name and maybe other things, then she's definitely wrong about the ADD. Absolutely. She did not instill confidence in me. And also, statistically speaking, um, I should not be. I mean, it, it just doesn't make sense. So why doesn't it make sense? Right. So females are less likely. Um, to have ADD and or less like, you know, I'm going to call it ADD from now. Yeah, let's just say ADD. Um, And or less likely to be diagnosed. So I am female. At the time I was, let's say, 35-ish, somewhere around there. 
uh, and I am a doctor. So it seems really weird that I've gone through all this freaking schooling and never been diagnosed. Um, But I am also very creative. I focus on a lot of things at once. And um, my house is always, except for now when we're trying to sell it, a complete shit show. And it's sort of always been like that. So statistically, I was like, this makes no sense. I don't fit the profile at all. But she knows the way I tell stories, which, as you know, is sort of like a um, a ring of fire with spokes coming out or a wheel yeah, spoke, you know. pretty much. Um, it, right. It's a circle. It gets back to its point, but it takes me a while. Yes. Um, however... Uh, recently one of my children was diagnosed and that one we saw coming miles and miles and years and years away. And, um, I started thinking about the similarities between this child and myself and I thought, Hmm, I wonder if I have ADD. Um, so, and I told the neurologist this today, I actually, uh, when my, (laughs) when my kids started his ADD meds, I actually swiped a pill one day to be like, Hmm. I wonder if it, what this does slash if it will help. And uh, the thing about the stimulants that are used to treat ADD is they have a paradoxical effect in people who do, in fact, have ADD. So, for example, um, whereas like caffeine is a stimulant, it usually makes people hyper. If you give a caffeine-like substance, a.k.a. a stimulant, to someone with ADD, it actually comes in down and helps them to focus. So I tried the medication, and sure enough, for a very short period of time, because it was a very small dose, I was like, holy shit, I can finish projects. Wow. So today, this morning, I uh, had my appointment with the neurologist, and I went in, and it was actually very amusing, because I, you know, I give him the whole story, and he's looking at me skeptically, and so it made me, (laughs) I kind of thought he was trying to tell if I was trying to decide if I was lying, because I believe... Oh, yeah, there's tons of, like, housewives who take Adderall because it stops their appetite mm. and they lose a ton of weight effortlessly. And I am into that idea in theory <laughs> for myself, but not for the rest of you. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, so this is actually, the medication that I was asking for was a slower release, but same, same thing. Vivance, it's also used to... Oh, I've heard of it. Yeah, it okay. also treats um, binge eating disorders and... Right. Uh, yeah, that's true. I know, he did say I might lose weight. Okay. So, um, but so that, you're starting that? Uh, so I am starting that in a few weeks. Oh, so exciting. It is, it will be, and I will let you know how that goes. But so as I'm sitting there with him and he's asking me these questions and he's like, uh, do you procrastinate? And I was like, no, I don't. I never procrastinate. I'm always obsessed with things. And in fact, he's like, well, in school, did you cram a lot for exams? I'm like, no, I didn't. Um, I never procrastinate. It makes me super anxious. Instead, I have to study like five days in advance because, as I'm formulating it this morning, my brain can only focus on so long, so I have to break that up. Like, I'm not, you know, instead, like, I can focus on spelling words for 20 minutes, but that's not going to prep me for the test, so I found a way to do this in advance. So I think I'm sitting there answering all these questions poorly, and that he's going to be like, you're a bored housewife who just wants this to lose weight, right? in which case I probably would have just been like, uh, yes, I am. Can I have it? <laughs> <laughs> um, so 
But in fact, you know, we finish it. And again, I don't know him that well. And he's super awesome. But he's like looking at me skeptically. I wonder if it's the same one I went to. I went to Dr. Nelson. Oh, no. Okay. Um, and so he, you know, he's looking at me sort of skeptically. And uh, Wait, did you have to do a brain scan like I did? No. He didn't make you do an like an MRI and a... No, nope. oh, I'm shaking the, my head. I'm sorry, I forgot. Where. I went to the wrong guy. Okay. No, but that you were a teenager, you said. No, no, no. I recently went, um, like in September, because I was seriously considering taking medication for my ADD, and so he made me like. Who'd you go to? Oh, I forget his name. It starts with an H. Where is he? Like right here. Is he right by my office? I don't know where your office is. Seriously, <laughs> you don't know where my foot? No. <laughs> okay, I'll yell at you later. <laughs> Anyway, so he, uh, so he, so at the end, you know, he sends me out to the, um, the checkout area to make a follow-up appointment, yada, yada. And then it's the last minute thought process. He says to the receptionist, oh, have her take, um, and he, he says it's called a Jasper Goldberg. And so it's actually an adult ADD assessment. And so I did not know that because this isn't my specialty. But I pretended I did and nodded because here's a man and he's treating me like an equal because I'm a psychologist. And I got all like little girl goofy inside and was like, oh, yes, of course. I have no <laughs> fucking clue what it is. So then the uh, receptionist hands me this thing and I look at it and it says, draw the face of a clock with... You know, with the, with that says um, ten minutes after eleven, and I I kept fucking up the clock because I was so anxious, uh, and I couldn't figure out why he was asking me about this goddamn clock. Does he think I'm crazy? This is actually a neuropsych test that looks for um, something called hemispatial neglect, which is like essentially you can only see one side of like you only focus on half of your visual. Oh, it's like you see the trees, not the forest. No, it's like you see only the right or left half of the trees. So, oh, for example, someone with hemispatial neglect would draw the clock with, like, the numbers 12 through 11 all on the right side. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, it's like a major thing. <laughs> like, you need, like, serious brain damage or trauma. I was going to say. Yeah, it's not, like, a mild thing. And so I finished it, and I'm all nervous. And then I look at the receptionist. I was like, I, I don't think this is the right form. She's like, yes, it is. And I was like... Yeah, no, I don't, uh, that, that's not it. And so then she gave me the Jasper. Oh, order. that's right, because I was going to say I took that Jasper test and I didn't have to draw off. Yeah, I know. Well, I also thought I was fucking crazy. And then I thought he really thought I was crazy and was like screening me for like something serious. So I filled out this form. Again, it's the um, Jasper Goldberg ADHD uh, or adult ADD or ADHD assessment. And I was so blown away by how many aspects of my personality I do I, it never occurred to me we're related to this. So here's the question. You said aspects of your personality. And that is why I decided against medication. Sure. Because I feel like the ADD is so entangled. In your personality. In my identity. And I've, of course, it's been a hindrance in many ways. But I feel like I'm 34 now. I've learned how to get around a lot of that and still function. Um, and there's an upside to ADD, too. And that is that I feel like I my creativity... Absolutely. Same. Is, right? And um, I think even parts of my sense of humor are ADD-related. Like, just making connections... Yep, same. ...that wouldn't otherwise be apparent. It's like I'm able to think out of the box a lot because my wiring's a little bit different. Right. So 
I so you decided not to. I decided not to because I'm fine. I finally like myself, so like I don't want to change it. Which absolutely makes sense, and I do think. Oh, future topic: how age helps you feel more comfortable with yourself and like yourself. Yeah, I like yeah, that. totally. Um, so from I think it's different when you were 16 when you were given this diagnosis, mm-hmm. and so um, I think it's a little. So in my case, I I was 41 years and however many months it is today when I was you know officially received this diagnosis, right. and it's really only in the last three months I started thinking about it. Mm-hmm. I think that similarly, I think I, th- I think outside the box. I think um, all those things, but I because I'm because of my training, I can also look back and think of all the areas I struggle in mm. that I would not. Right, like you haven't reached your full potential in certain areas. and I hope I never reach my full potential on this earth, but, you know. You, you see what I'm saying? You could have been stronger, but you were held back by... Right, well, I'll give you an example. Okay. I take notes with my patients, yeah. and also if we are in a doctor's office, I have to write things down or make notes of it in my phone, because unless I actively... I need an, a, an active, intentional thing mm-hmm. in order for it to seal itself in my brain. And I'm the opposite. If I write, I get distracted by my writing and I stop listening to what the person is saying. Right. Luckily for me, I I can remember really well I what people. But it's because I'm an auditory learner and not I visual. S- see, I stink at auditory learning. Okay. I'm visual. Uh, um, if you're giving me directions and yeah. I've been really lost before, and if I have to ask for directions, yeah. I stop listening after the second step. Uh, yeah, I mean, I have a hard... I think directions in general are... Really no, 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 hard. I'm not talking about, like, knowing right from left. I'm oh, talking okay. about, like, how do you get to the... Oh, hi, I'm trying to get to Walmart. I had to think if we had a Walmart in this town. We do. It's a great... No, it's horrible. But yeah, I, we that's have. why I haven't been there. Yeah. Um, how do you get to Walmart? Okay, well, you make a right at the first fork in the road, and then the second light, and I'm done. Mm, okay. You know... So you, if someone drew it for you, you'd be fine. Uh, yes. Okay. Someone drew it for me, I'd be fine. If I wrote it down, I wouldn't need to look at it. Oh, I see. But there have been a lot of areas that, like, thinking back uh, in school and, you know, uh, in school and in personal life, professional life, I've sort of had to find ways to compensate. And the other aspect of it is there's also an anxiety piece. For me, I think my anxiety and my um, ADDs sort of, yeah. you know, they feed off each that other. That I did a lot of reading on. And okay. how, like, because, I mean, you know me. Like, when I'm interested in a topic, I'll read 17 books about it. Yes, and there's also an OCD component to ADD. <laughs> Maybe that's my OCD there component. Absolutely is, yeah. Yeah, I, I, like, I become a maven. Like, yeah. I have to know everything about it, and I'll read, and I'll, like, really study it. And I read a lot of books on ADHD, um, and in every book, there was always, they always mentioned anxiety as a result of ADD. Yeah, which I never thought of until this morning, as this yeah. morning, Dr. Nelson was telling me, yeah. you know, it's true because you start so many things mm-hmm. and you can't finish them. Yes. Um, and then we also spoke about weight loss for me as possibly being... Oh, I want to talk about this. This okay. is a very interesting Related slash convoluted to the mm-hmm. ADD. So, from my understanding... The ADD and and weight gain or weight loss, right? So people with ADD often are impulsive. Yep. They're more impulsive than usual. So that translates to when you're hungry, and this has been me my whole life, 
I'm impulsive. I will just reach for whatever's around me and shove it in my mouth because I won't even spend those two seconds thinking like, hmm, is there a better choice if I wait 10 minutes? Right. Right. It's like, am I going to be full? Right. I need to stop this feeling in my belly now. And, and especially with kids, they, there's a correlation of overeating, overeating and ADHD, unless they're on meds because meds will stop their appetite. But if it's untreated, my child still manages to eat his or her face off. So side note, but yes, because it's important. It's impulsiveness. And so I, because I'm hyper aware of it, I often stop myself now, but it takes work. It takes like, I really have to be so aware of it. Especially like I was a chubby kid and I think it was because I was just... I've seen pictures. You weren't that chubby of a kid. No. Yeah. I wasn't like hugely overweight at all. No, but I don't think you saw pictures of me as like when I was like five. Did I show you Everyone's fat at five. It's not chubby that's being a child maybe i just remember like wherever i I could find food and shove it that's called being five okay fine all right but i agree but it's funny okay so it's funny what you say about the impulsivity because if anyone is actually your computer working Ah! (laughs) Lindsay's trying to get her computer to work if anyone is actually um listening to our four listeners um hi nancy (laughs) hi nancy um we uh Yes, it is working. So, what, uh, blah, blah, blah. As you know, if you're listening, then you know, A, I'm easily distracted, and B, that I say whatever comes to mind without thinking yes, it through. Yes, you have zero filter. I have zero filter. But that's why I think you're very fun to listen to. Well, thank you. I, will, I, think I hope I will, that doesn't go away. I don't think it'll go away. Okay. But there were a, a Your few, nails look so nice, by the way. Thank you. I know. Well, I've got that wedding. That, it's very pretty. She has nice French tips. I do have nice French tips. Very and uh, I'll probably pick them off in like an hour. Yeah. So it says uh, a couple of things that I was shocked that are actually grouped to adult ADD, but I didn't think these little nuances of my own personality were um, related to ADD. So uh, I am irritable and get upset by minor annoyances. I think I do, although I'm working on that. I say things without thinking and later regret having said them. All the time. All the time. Me. Yeah, I sometimes regret it, but, you mm. know. I make quick decisions without thinking enough about their possible bad results. Me. Me. Um, my relationships with people are made difficult by my tendency to talk first and think later. That's definitely me. So. I think I interrupt too much. Um, and it's funny you say that because I have difficulty taking my turn. <laughs> In conversations, I start to answer questions before the questions have been fully asked. Sometimes I complete other people's sentences and, and it's... And it's wrong. <laughs> it's wrong and it's obnoxious. And I am so mortified that it happens before I can stop myself. Yeah. I want to think I have psychic powers and I don't. <laughs> like, sometimes I do, but that's only in the therapy room. But other times I'm like, oh, because you feel that? No. 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 <laughs> um, I usually work on more than one project at a time and fail to finish many of them. I mean, that's me. It's, yeah, but our projects are ongoing. We can still call it a success. Okay, sure. But yes, I agree. Uh, in group activities, it is hard for me to wait my turn. That is me. Especially if it's a talking thing. Um, and then I start getting annoyed and thinking everyone else is dumb. So... You're, you're judgy on top of I'm it. I'm judgy on top of it. <laughs> my thoughts bounce around my head as if my mind is a pinball machine. That is... Can I say when yes. I... This is the this is the Jasper Goldberg, right? Yes. Yeah, because I'm like, this sounds familiar. When I read that one, I was like, 
oomph. Like, yeah, that that's me in a nutshell. My mind bounces thoughts around like a ping right. ball machine. Yeah, it's um, it's 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 frustrating sometimes. It is frustrating. It's it can you know I, I think if uh, untreated ADD can have a negative effect on self esteem. Oh, on for self- sure. Yeah. And I did for years and years and years until I just made peace with it and started using it as like a superpower. But... Right. And that is what I was going to say because I said <laughs> yes. untreated. I was waiting for you to yell at me, but I guess no. Um, no. Or to say no. I I don't by saying untreated. I don't mean to imply that it has to be treated by medication I mean in my case I am curious as to what it does and Mm -hmm. that does not mean I will be medicated daily but it does mean when I have a particularly busy stressful day it might be more helpful to you know it's like wearing Spanx under a dress for sure and I, I think part like it's interesting so currently my husband's on a business trip and he is the opposite of ADD which oh we should so one of the things that I read which I thought was very interesting when I read an ADHD book about kids was the author, Cindy Goldrick, who runs a whole school, basically, of how to help parents help their children, because a lot of parents have ADD, yep. and then the kids have ADD, and it's very difficult. Um, she says that about half of kids with ADD outgrow it naturally. Interesting. Um, so, for example, my husband thinks he had ADD as a kid. I obviously had it. I think he outgrew it because he is now like polar opposite of ADD. I mean, he's can intensely focus. He's extremely organized. He's extremely structured. Um, and I'm not. And he's on a business trip right now. And I looked around the kitchen. I looked at our bathroom. And I'm like, holy hell. Like, it was a disaster. And I know, though, when, when he's home, I will make a special effort to clean up after myself right. because it's a respect thing. Like, I just, I can't. I can't yeah. be an animal. But left to my own devices, I, an I would be living in squalor. <laughs> I mean, that's how bad it is. We will never be able to run away together because never. We, will be, we will be living in squalor there, together. There would be, there'll, there'll be, like, rat droppings. Like it, it will, I'm going to draw the line at whack droppings. I don't, I'm not sure. Someone will clean it up. Somebody will. So, you know, it's interesting. So I think you, um, you say outgrow and mm. um, what you just described, and this is not about your husband, but just in general, mm-hmm. a lot of the times people will um, do, it's called a reaction formation, where you engage in like the polar opposite in order to oh. compensate for the first thing. Interesting. So in fact, I guess it is possible that someone like your husband or like anyone else could be... Um, if he really had it. Right, right. We don't sure. know he did, which yeah, is the yeah. second thing. Yeah. Could sort of take on a all-encompassing, controlling thing. It's like, uh, you know, people with eating disorders feel out of control. They try to control everything everything um so he could perhaps require that organization as a sort of counter balance um i also have questions about uh this i don't know why i keep saying uh today the add right it's weird and annoying sorry the add diagnosis uh like a lot <laughs> it's okay now you're hyper aware of it yes i am it's, it's the add like a lot of the diagnoses it, it, it they come in it's like in it's an in vogue thing like right now like uh, Asperger's are sort of in vogue and so it, it is it's it like, is in vogue it's just I don't think anyone wants to be an Asperger's that's not what I'm saying okay I'm just saying it's just it's in vogue to diagnose someone that I way. see and okay. so it's being over diagnosed you think yes I okay. do because 
couple reasons. One is once you know what you're looking for, it's easier to. Yes. And then if you don't know what you're looking for, but you're being told it's all over the place, it's it's like the first year med school disease where if all you have is a hammer, you think everything's a nail. Mm. You start seeing it all over yes. the place. DBT, this happened. Uh, DBT and borderlines. Okay. Uh, it's, it was just like it became a one, you know, Got it. a one shot fix. Yes. So I definitely think for a period of time... There were, and you might have been at the beginning at, actually, if you were diagnosed at 16, I'm not saying this is what happened with you, but yeah. that, there was like a peak where like everyone, like, like, like I yeah. said, like 90% of my younger cousins were diagnosed with right. ADD because they were all around the same age. And so people were seeing it everywhere. It might've been an incorrect diagnosis, one that was just timely based on, you know, what was... For him or for me? Because he wasn't diagnosed. Oh, I'm just saying overall, people that uh, outgrow it, it sort oh, of makes me wonder. Got it. You know, okay. it might have been an incorrect. That's true. That's a very analytical way of looking at it. Um, and, and or the other side is, and when I said treatment, my thought process was that you can... I'm not going to stop in a sentence. And when I said, I'm never going to, so stop it. No, I'm just making sure that you I can. And so when I said treat, you know, untreated ADD, the other way to treat it is to help someone compensate for where they're lacking. Similarly to, I'm so brilliant, I didn't realize I was doing this, obviously. But when I write things down, it's a way to focus attention. It's, you know, I have to compensate for it. I really can't do more than one thing at a time. Like, I can't lay there scrolling through Instagram and also whatever it is because I am not able to divert my attention to two things, you know. I could never study and uh, listen to music, whereas a lot of people with ADD need to. Mm -hmm. Like, it's like the sound needs to be so loud that it quiets things. Yeah, they need to push back against it. They need something to push back against. So... Um, so that was it. So I thought it was an, it was an interesting day for me mm-hmm. and you know, in a few weeks we'll see how the Yeah, go. we're going to, maybe you'll notice the difference. We'll see. I hope not. Yeah, I hope not, but I'm, I'm excited. You sound excited. <laughs> <laughs> Sharon is no longer allowed to go to the gym before we record <laughs> because she literally is like in a coma. And if you've never, and if you and if you want to see what that looks like, I will be posting a picture on our Instagram of Sharon and my cat. So, yeah, but I feel good though. I feel good. <laughs> this has been neurotic nourishment. Thanks for listening. Sharon's gonna go take a nap. Yes. Bye. Bye. <laughs>